Welcome to the seventh episode of the Pure Infrastructure Podcast. Um, today's guest is Dennis Karanja, who's the CTO at Savannah Informatics. Savannah Informatics is a leading provider of healthcare access in an efficient and easier way. They're one of the leading providers of clinical informatics and general um, software in the healthcare space in Kenya. The podcast is sponsored by VMware, which is a software-defined company focused on building, running, managing, and connecting and protecting modern applications in a digital world. It's hosted by Pure Infrastructure, which is a consulting company that helps customers make better returns of their digital assets. So, um, welcome, Dennis. Thank you. Thank you, Harris. Yeah. The first question is just give us a background. Who's Dennis? How did you end up in technology and Savannah Informatics? All right. So, um, so as you've introed, so my name is Dennis Karanja. And um, for me, technology has always been something I've always wanted. It's something that I've always, always been um, uh, a forefront on. Um, it began, I think, when I was a young boy. And uh, with this, I was able to, you know, boys are boys. Mm. Different things you play around with and all that. But then uh, after high school, that's when I realized I have a liking to computers. And I, well, decided to pursue further. Yeah. So my uh, further education is basically around uh, computing and informatics. Yeah. So I studied uh, computer science yeah. at the University of Nairobi, and that's where now uh, the whole journey on technology began in terms of software uh, design, development, and uh, technical solutions. Okay. Yeah. Next question is, what does Savannah Informatics do? Um, so Savannah Informatics, basically, um, we provide access to better healthcare and uh, through technology, obviously. So with this, we are able to ensure that uh, we have products that are able to ensure that uh, access to healthcare is in an efficient way. For instance, uh, one of the businesses that we have around uh, is um, around uh, Slade 360. So Slade is a name that uh, one of our founders or the founders themselves came up with. It's basically a peak, one of the peak on Mount Kenya. Mm -hmm. So Slade 360 we have a business around 360, uh, which is an EDI, an electronic data interchange, that now allows uh, different players or different players to be able to interact with. So we combine or we try to bridge the gap between healthcare medical insurance, as well as uh, the patients and the healthcare service uh, providers. Mm. So with that particular business model, we are able now to provide healthcare access to those three key players. Yeah. Um, the other business um, um, model that exists or the other business that we have on our end, we began to take a keen interest in specifically um, the patient experience um, around um, or during their healthcare um, you know, visits to the uh, healthcare providers. And with this, uh, we've been able to come up with um, different products that are uh, fully focused on ensuring that uh, the patient has the best experience ever. In many times you find... Um, the patient is out of the loop. They don't know what is happening. And they are on the masses of whoever is serving them to be able to you know, give them information or communication. So around this, we've been able to come up with a product. Um, it's, a, it's called BeWell. It's an app that uh, you're able to, uh, it's on the stores. You can be able to download it and be able to utilize it in terms of uh, uh, you as a patient getting a better experience. Yeah. Uh, also, we're not only limited to private sector. So we are also in the public uh, sector as well. We've done a couple of our projects in the public that ensure that we are also contributing towards the overall global health uh, community. So uh, there's some that we've already done, there's some that we are currently running as well. 
So that's basically what Savannah uh, does. Yeah, I'll take a bit of a detour. I, I think I had not really linked Slade 360 to Savannah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd been seeing, whenever you go to a doctor nowadays, it, regardless of the size of the clinic, there's a little like biometric thing. Um, yes. And it's got like Slade 360, Slade 360 branding on it. Yes. Um, can you just explain how that works? <laughs> so if I'm to understand correctly, all these healthcare providers integrate to your system and then you have a single view of the patient or how does that work so uh, basically it's uh, uh i'd say it's a connection of different systems yeah. different uh, let me call them tools uh to help achieve different things so one of the things that we want to achieve is one to correctly identify a patient mm-hmm. in a secure and efficient way secure way biometrics uh, things that uniquely identify a patient to ensure that um, this is the correct patient we're dealing with and uh, they are who they are saying they are. So this gadget you see when you visit doctors, when you visit hospitals, when you visit pharmacies, so that is a gadget that uh, uh, is able to communicate with our core system, our core system, uh, the 360 uh, EDI, that now has this rich information about uh, these particular patients and you're able now to verify, authenticate using the different ways that, that you have. So if you visit and you have happen to have one of our clients, um, um, happen to be one of our clients, and uh, you produce your card, um, and they're able to uh, quickly verify who you are by just a single tap uh, of the card to, to the gadget. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I believe uh, mostly uh, why most people are... You know, you'd find Slade 360 and Savannah Informatics. So Slade yeah. 360 is basically more of the product. Yeah. And now Savannah Informatics, it's uh, now the company yeah, itself. Okay. Yeah. Um, and like in the long term, what do you envision Slade 360 doing for the clients? Um, so in a holistic approach, I think the main goal, the overall goal is one, a superb customer experience, customer in terms of a patient experience. Uh, patients don't visit hospitals because they are very happy and 99% of Kenyans they don't visit hospitals uh, for just normal regular checkups they visit hospitals when they are extremely ill so you can imagine this patient their mood is already not in the right place so giving them a good experience as they walk through that particular journey that is our end goal Uh, also being able to provide insights provide uh, informed decisions to the key, the key players that uh, we interact with uh, in terms of um, forecasting uh, what will happen in the next quarter, in the next two, three years, in the next yeah. five years in terms of uh, uh, healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, one of the things I've noticed is um, doctors and lawyers tend to have the worst in terms of the experience of their customers because mm-hmm. nobody goes to a doctor yeah. or, or a lawyer when they're in a good mood. Exactly. Yeah, it's 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 generally because you're you're stuck and you need help in one way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next question is around the scale of um, Savannah Informatics. How many patients are on your platform? How many MSPs do you mm-hmm. have? How many insurance companies do you have? Because I've noticed, like again, you as you mentioned, your pharmacies. I've gone to like a clinic and found you. I've found you in the larger hospital. Found mm-hmm. those gadgets in a larger hospital. I just didn't know it was powered by you. So just give us some numbers so that we can get a sense of how large 
yeah. the organization yes all right um so in terms of uh, uh insurances medical insurances uh we serve uh more than the six large uh companies yeah. uh, in Kenya currently and uh this translates to around um um uh, in terms of uh the providers or the healthcare facilities more than uh 2000 uh, facility locations uh, we are present in and this is across the country in every county in every uh, ward that you see any facility uh be sure you're present there okay even wow. the most remote places to Kana county um, um wow. all the way to you know down hill kwale and all so who's so looking chef we we are the private and chef <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah wow. so in terms of patients um i think we have around um slightly above uh, half a million these are active uh, live uh, oh, let me call them users but uh, the uh, patients are on the platform okay so then i'll ask a related question um th- this the patients don't know they're your customers or they're your users um and there's also a lot of fear around um people hosting other people's data mm-hmm. like a third party having this data yeah um how how are the agreements with the medical providers and um sort of how w- how will you give comfort to patients because for instance when i ran into the devices when i realized i am in, indirectly one of your users so yeah. i'm part of that yeah um statistic so how do you give comfort to um people who don't even know you're you're holding their data yeah how do you navigate the local data protection um environment so and how do you secure that data so it's sort of like a three parter <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh the very first bit um so by ensuring that uh, uh we give some sort of comfort level to um uh the patients i think uh server informatics was the first one to bring the patient into the loop into the conversation that uh hey uh, I'm at facility X this is what is happening and I am kept waiting for a little longer because they need this and this and this before server informatics I don't think we had any uh, way that uh, we could be able to include the patient uh, into the loop so with this now there've been some sort of trust that uh, has created between us and the patients because we're able to communicate um to the patient inform them about uh what is happening from them about uh, things that are um um you know the progress of uh, of the visits at the at the hospital um in terms of um uh, as you know not being uh, them not being directly our our clients i think it's the same uh, analogy I'd use for a bank a uh, bank don't produce their own cards so they mm-hmm. rely on other agents uh, agents vendors yeah. to to do that So I think okay. it's the same thing and we've grown to have trust in these vendors as well. So okay. it's a, the same scenario. Okay, so yeah. it's so, so to complete the analogy, you know like a bank might issue a card but that card is actually um held by a third party. By a third party. And they have your data. And they have your data. So ultimately mm-hmm. um if I'm to put it you you basically want you're creating a framework where you're always trusted. Yes. So okay. the trust is the most important bit because now with trust uh, everyone is able to securely and be able to freely be able to know that uh, my data is secure and uh, through the various platforms we've created we ensure that uh, uh, 
our data is uh, very secure in terms okay. of uh, how we store it, in terms of uh, how uh, and who accesses it. Uh, so we have measures and protocols around around it as well as a company. Okay. Yeah. And how do you navigate the local data protection environment, which is like the third part of the question, because you know there's a new um, regulator, yeah. the commission that's come up. Yeah. And at the same time, there seems to be, at least in the healthcare space, the government seems to be making policy, they, they, they seem to be vocalizing a policy direction towards yeah. um, sovereignty of the data. It has to be in territorial Kenya. Yeah. How are you navigating that? And like, how do you make your decisions um, regarding your platform? Uh, I, I know the discussion is still floating around yeah. uh, in the country. It's a very fresh idea. I think it's uh, something that uh, even recently there was some sort of a forum around it. Yeah. Um, we've already acquired uh, the licenses ourselves. Uh, as uh, someone informatics, and uh, to ensure that uh, most they, they are most of the data that uh, we have, uh, we ensure that uh, we have the same replicas of the data uh, internally or locally uh, within uh, the region that we have. So, as the conversation goes on, because I know it's a very heated area in terms of um, uh, where is my data, where mm. I'm storing it, uh, if I need access to it, can I get access to it, and 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 so on. So it's uh, on our end. I think we've done our part. So mm. it's just uh, now ensuring that uh, the key players around um, uh, in the overall even the government itself mm. uh, as we continue to form to collaborate from these uh, particular policies, then uh, we are also uh, in the same page. Okay, but how does that play with your tech stack? Because <laughs> show on cloud platform X. Yes. And then suddenly government says you need to have it in Kenya. Mm -hmm. These clouds are not exactly interoperable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, there's a specific clauses that uh, mention that uh, you don't entirely need to have the data on cloud as long as there is a replica that uh, in, the in the country. So, I think that's probably the route uh, that um, most uh, tech providers that will be able to, to follow through. Okay. Yeah. So, at this point, we'll take a break for a word from our sponsors. Healthcare providers are working harder than ever to deliver the highest quality of patient care at the lowest cost. Meanwhile, healthcare IT has more pressure than ever to deliver value and innovation beyond the EHR. Real-time connected healthcare means agile digital infrastructure spanning any application, any cloud, any device, and an operating model that gives clinicians, technicians, and staff secure, always-on access to patient information from the right device for the right task at the right time, boosting patient satisfaction and improving caregiver productivity while reducing wait times, readmission, and risk. Technology is most powerful when it connects and works together, which is why provider clinicians and healthcare teams rely on a trusted digital transformation partner with 20 years experience improving the cost, quality, and delivery of healthcare from the data center to the point of care. Where could an intelligent digital foundation take your organization next? Welcome back to the Peer Infrastructure Podcast, where we're with Dennis Karanja, who's the CTO at Savannah Informatics. Next question is, what's the real impact in terms of costs that your platform or platforms have had for customers? Um, so in terms of cost, I'll try to break it uh, down. Okay. Um, we look at the perspective of our medical insurance. So we know medical insurance is how they play into it. It's basically 
by settling claims, yeah. by paying claims to uh, providers or the healthcare facilities. So if a provider or a healthcare facilities knows that uh, I will be paid in the next uh, two, three, four, five days, then the provider is willing to give a discount to this medical insurance. Okay. Medical insurance is able to save on those discounts. So by ensuring that we lower the turnaround times around which the claims that are, are pushed, the insurances that are um, the time that they're settled in, um, then the medical insurances are, are able to negotiate better discounts from the uh, hospitals uh, that uh, they serve. So with this now, we are able to lower their costs in terms of um, uh, that perspective. The other perspective is um, in terms of admin costs. We know that um, through our platform, the SLED360 EDI, um, we are able to, uh, we perform uh, paperless uh, transactions. Paperless in the sense that um, you don't need to send paper or to have paperwork uh, around the claiming uh, um, area. So through this, then we're able to cut costs, especially on most of the manual processes that are uh, were happening before, before Savannah came to existence. And uh, now that is a cost that now, uh, you know, comes in as a value to uh, the insurance. Yeah, so that's one area to, uh, to have a look at it. The other perspective is uh, around now the hospital, if we shift towards the hospital. So if, for instance, a hospital knows uh, I'm claiming, but I don't have to wait for 60, 90 days for me to get this money, uh, I can get the money in almost uh, three to four, five days. So this is a gain to them because this is a realized revenue uh, for them. The other end also is uh, through paperless or uh, through uh, paperless claims, uh, we are able to ensure that uh, we've seen, um, you know, a lot, most of the times uh, these paper-based um, activities meant that uh, at some time, probably maybe some of the papers were lost in between the transit. Uh, or in between, you know, receiver and, uh, you know, manual entry of the data and all that. So we've seen a reduced uh, uh, case in terms of a uh, number of uh, um, claims that are, that are lost. So that means uh, less uh, revenue uh, leakage for the providers. Okay. So that's how basically you try to tie in uh, what Savannah is doing in terms of uh, reducing the costs uh, for, for, for in the healthcare industry. Okay. So if, if I'm to understand you correctly, it's it's like a three-pronged approach. One, you give better visibility to the insurance company on what has been done at the healthcare facility. Mm -hmm. You make it simpler for the um, healthcare facility to claim. So on both sides, the transaction takes a shorter time. Yeah. And then finally... Um, you also provide a healthcare system to the hospital yeah. to help automate this entire process. Yeah, because uh, we've we've come across uh, um, small um, healthcare facilities, yeah. even uh, small practitioners who don't have systems to use, yeah. and uh, we've been able to come up with um, a robust portal for them that they can be able now to utilize and be able to have their data in a way that uh, they can always reference in terms of. Uh, um, the transactions that are happening yeah. in terms of uh, the patients that they're serving, the authorizations that they're seeing uh, in, in every day. Yeah. Yeah. So by the provision of that, it ensures that uh, we are now also able to uh, bring the perspective of uh, um, not only providing um, um, value to the uh, clients, but also ensuring that uh, 
in the event that they needed to probably maybe purchase a big system, then now there is that reduction in cost uh, if we view it in that perspective. Okay. Yeah. Um, have you been able to harness the data for better diagnostics? Is this in your roadmap? Um, I think our, the, our main focus uh, has always been now uh, reducing costs, okay. being efficient in uh, the services that we offer, ensuring uh, this better patient experience at uh, the healthcare facilities. But um, it's 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 something that uh, we are looking into because uh, we we have plans into you know extending into uh, have we have we already have uh, discussions around or you know product developments around um, 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 telehealth um, around uh, um, you know diagnostics and all that. So it's uh, definitely on our roadmap. Okay. Yeah. So like to 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 maybe I'm jumping the gun with this. Um, but I'll ask, okay, so it's, it's, it's good that you're kind of focused on informatics. But something that um, I find particularly interesting is that you've been able to solve for trust in um, an industry where people are traditionally suspicious of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, have, you, have you considered like moving, um, instead of moving this platform to like third-party solutions? Because if you think about it, insurance companies have this very same problem. Yeah. Um, like the car industry has this very same problem. Mm-hmm. You don't know how well a car has been maintained. When it gets into an accident, you can't validate it. When mm-hmm. <laughs> and you've sort of been able to bring all these actors together. Yeah. Does it make sense to double down and just say, okay, we are going to do this for other industries or will you remain purely focused on one, care, one, one sector and just be the best at it? I think for now, uh, our sole focus is on healthcare yeah. and being able to provide solutions around it. Okay. Um, in terms of um, collaboration with other players, yeah. I think we've been able to also uh, build tools which are outsourced, uh, uh, outsourced tools that uh, the larger market can be able also to, to collaborate into. So yeah. with that, uh, I think, but mostly the healthcare sector, that's, that's where our, our concentration is uh, mostly at. Okay. Yeah. What are the biggest um, lessons learned regarding Kenya? Kenya? All right. Um, that's a good question. Um, so the lessons learned so far basically is uh, we need collaboration yeah. uh, within the key um, stakeholders, within the key players in, in this particular market. Uh, the same scenario where um, even though we might be competitors, at some point you might need to work together to be able to see something through. Uh, same case of uh, what we've seen in the tech space as well. Uh, uh, things like, you know, um, VMware, IBM, being able to collaborate and become, you know, support the Linux Foundation, for instance. So it's the same scenario where if we need to adapt a certain mechanism or a certain standard, then that has to be there. That hasn't been there. It's something that, uh, uh, it's a lesson that I've learned all through as we've been able to work through care. Um, The other one, I think, uh, it's the patient perspective. Um, the patient does not visit the hospital because they are very happy. So if we want to ensure that this patient is uh, you know, taken care of, then the solutions of providing better be, uh, give them the best experience that they can have. I don't want to have a patient visiting a hospital and then them wondering whether uh, the service will work or not. I want them to always have comfort knowing that I am sorted if I am using uh, Sovereign Informatics or Slate 360 uh, services. So I think those are the main ones that are, uh, I would mention. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so as we're winding up, what te- technical challenges have you solved that you're most proud of? Um, I think uh, there are quite a number, but I'll just mention, uh, you know, the, the biggest ones that have made us, you know, be proud of uh, mm-hmm. this moment. But it's basically um, going paperless. Okay. Being paperless means uh, basically um, reducing the manual processes that are happening. Yeah. So with that, we've seen the birth of electronic claims. We've been able to see the birth of, um, um, you know, um, real-time uh, pushing of real-time uh, lodging of uh, claims from facilities uh, all the way to the insurance, uh, medical insurance uh, systems. Uh, I think the other also um, technical challenge that we've been able to, to, to solve is in terms of waiting periods for patients, especially when the services they are seeking are you know, on pre-authorization basis. So we've been able to come up with um, an online pre-authorization module. So the providers are able to take advantage of this and lodge pre-authorizations in real time, which are approved in, I'd say, a record zero between zero to five minutes, wow. based on the data that uh, we've seen. On average, zero to five minutes. It could go as low as one minute, but the on average is uh, between that time. Yeah. Again, the introduction of or the looping in the patient in the whole journey at the hospital. So um, we don't want to you know, have a similar approach where uh, as a patient, I'm not aware of what's happening. I, keep, I have to keep asking um, you know, the person at the front desk what's, what's, what's going on, has it been approved? So we ensure that now with the online pre-auth module, then uh, we are able to fully keep the patient in the loop. They are able to know uh, what's happening, if a request is made, if uh, the request has been approved. And uh, with this now, it has made uh, uh, us now able to, you know, even earn more trust uh, with uh, the clients uh, that we serve. Also, I think the other bits that we've been able to uh, well uh, achieve, uh, we know right now connectivity is, is quite fast in terms of, uh, you know, internet coverage uh, and all that. But as we started, uh, this was not uh, available. Yeah. So we had to, you know, come up with ways to ensure that even though we don't have connectivity or we have very low connectivity in certain areas, then we are able to still uh, uh, transit this data and be able to make sure that it gets to where it's supposed to. So we were able to build internal tools that would help us in uh, uh, caching, uh, help us in buffering to ensure that uh, in the event that uh, uh, a specific provider uh, or specific facility uh, has poor connectivity, then we are still able to support them. And to, to be very frank with you, our biggest supporters are mostly and the ones that really appreciate this service are the ones that are based in the remote areas okay. because they know that they don't have to wait for 90, 60, 90 days for them to have their, you know, transactions uh, rolling. But that happens in really near real time uh, with uh, the SLED 360 uh, okay. solution. Okay. Mm. And so to sort of get a better sense, what I'm, what I'm understanding from this conversation is that People normally say that you focus on the customer, but you actually focused on the patient. And once you solved for the patient, everyone else in the ecosystem had their problem solved. Yeah, correct. Because uh, the patient is the sole center of all this. Yeah. The patient is uh, the person who is receiving care. Um, it's, they are the sole driver of uh, all this. So if we give this patient a better experience, then this patient actually becomes our evangelist. 
okay. in, in some, some way. Yeah. So they will always want to take up our products whenever yeah. they go. And they will always, uh, you know, put in a good word yeah. for us. So focusing on the patient, that's our key area. And that's what we ensure that um, the experience we give uh, the patients is top-notch. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, and what non-technical challenges are you most proud of? Um, informatics. I think uh, I'll start with um, talent uh, development. So at Savannah Informatics, we uh, we really dive very deep into in terms of uh, talent development. So myself, for instance, I'm a, pro, I'm, a, I'm, a I'm a product of Savannah Informatics. Yeah. Started there as an intern, and uh, from intern to CTO in about I think six years. Wow. So uh, with that, uh, if you're able now to you know continue developing this talent through uh, uh, ensuring that. Uh, uh, you're collaborating with uh, top universities to be able to, you know, acquire uh, top talent as well and uh, grow it even further in terms of uh, what the market looks like. So I think okay. that's mostly um, one of the non-tech. I think I would I would I would speak about. Okay. So if if I'm to understand you correctly, it's it's like a three-pronged approach. One, you give better visibility to the insurance company on what has been done at the healthcare facility, mm -hmm. you make it simpler for the um, healthcare facility to claim. So on both sides, the transaction takes a shorter time. Yeah. And then finally, um, you also provide a healthcare system to the hospital yeah. to help automate this entire process. Yeah, because uh, we've, we've come across uh, um, small um, healthcare facilities, yeah. even uh, small practitioners who don't have systems to use. Yeah. And uh, we've been able to come up with um, a robust portal for them that they can be able now to utilize and be able to have their data in a way that uh, they can always reference in terms of uh, um, the transactions that are happening, yeah. in terms of uh, the patients that they're serving, the authorizations that they're seeing uh, in, in every day. Yeah. Yeah. So by the provision of that, it ensures that uh, we are now also able to uh, bring the perspective of uh, um, not only providing... Um, um, value to their uh, clients, but also ensuring that uh, in the event that they needed to probably maybe purchase a big system, then now there is that reduction in cost uh, if we view it in that perspective. Okay. Yeah. Um, have you been able to harness the data for better diagnostics? Is this in your roadmap? Um, I think our, the, our main focus uh, has always been now uh, reducing costs, okay. being efficient in uh, the services that we offer, ensuring uh, there's better patient experience at uh, the healthcare facilities. But um, it's, it's, it's something that uh, we are looking into because uh, we, we have plans into, you know, extending into, uh, have, we, have, we, we already have uh, discussions around, or, you know, product developments around uh, um, um, telehealth, um, around, uh, um, you know, diagnostics and all that. So it's uh, definitely on our roadmap. Okay. Yeah. So like, to, 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 maybe I'm jumping the gun with this, um, but I'll ask. Okay, so it's, it's, it's good that you're kind of focused on informatics. But something that um, I find particularly interesting is that you've been able to solve for trust in um, an industry where people are traditionally suspicious of each other. Mm -hmm. um, have, you, have you considered like moving, um, instead of moving this platform to like third-party solutions? Because if you think about it, Insurance companies have this very same problem. Yeah. 
Um, like the car industry has this very same problem. Mm -hmm. You don't know how well a car has been maintained. When it gets into an accident, you can't validate it. When mm -hmm. <laughs> and you've sort of been able to bring all these actors together. Yeah. Does it make sense to double down and just say, okay, we are going to do this for other industries or will you remain purely focused on one, care, one, one sector and just be the best at it? I think for now, uh, our sole focus is on healthcare yeah. and being able to provide solutions around it. Okay. Um, in terms of um, collaboration with other players, yeah. I think we've been able to also uh, build tools which are outsourced, mm -hmm. uh, outsourced tools that uh, the larger market can be able also to, to collaborate into. So yeah. with that, uh, I think, but mostly the healthcare sector, that's, that's where our, our concentration is uh, mostly at. Okay. Yeah. What are the biggest um, lessons learned regarding Kenya? All right. Um, it's a good question. Um, so the lessons learned so far basically is uh, we need collaboration yeah. uh, within the key um, stakeholders, within the key players in, in this particular market. Uh, the same scenario where um, even though we might be competitors, at some point you might need to work together to be able to see something through. Uh, same case of uh, what we've seen in the tech space as well. Uh, uh, things like, you know, um, VMware, IBM, being able to collaborate and become, you know, support the Linux Foundation, for instance. So it's the same scenario where if we need to adapt a certain mechanism or a certain standard, then that has to be there. That hasn't been there. It's something that, uh, uh, it's a lesson that I've learned all through as we've been able to work through care. Um, the other one, I think, uh, it's the patient perspective. Um, the patient does not visit the hospital because they are very happy. So if we want to ensure that this patient is uh, you know, taken care of, then the solutions of providing better be, uh, give them the best experience that they can have. I don't want to have a patient visiting a hospital and then them wondering whether uh, the service will work or not. I want them to always have comfort knowing that I am sorted if I am using uh, Sovereign Informatics or Slave 360 uh, services. So I think those are the main ones that are, uh, I would, I'd mention. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so as we're winding up, what te technical challenges have you solved that you're most proud of? Um, I think uh, there are quite a number, but I'll just mention, uh, you know, the, the biggest ones that have made us, you know, be proud of uh, mm -hmm. this moment. But it's basically... Um, Going paperless. Okay. Being paperless means uh, basically um, reducing the manual processes that are happening. Yeah. So with that, we've seen the birth of electronic claims. We've been able to see the birth of, um, um, you know, um, real-time yeah. uh, pushing of real-time uh, lodging of uh, claims from facilities uh, all the way to the insurance, uh, medical insurance uh, systems. Uh, I think the other also... Um, technical challenge that we've been able to, to, to solve is in terms of waiting periods for patients, especially when the services they are seeking are, you know, on pre-authorization basis. So we've been able to come up with um, an online pre-authorization module. So the providers are able to take advantage of this and lodge pre-authorizations in real time, which are approved in, I'd say, a record zero, between zero to five minutes based on the data that uh, we've seen on average zero to five minutes. It could yeah. go as low as one minute, but the on average is uh, between that time. Yeah. Again, the introduction of or the looping in the patient 
in the whole journey at the hospital. So um, we don't want to you know, have a similar approach where uh, as a patient, I'm not aware of what's happening. I keep, I have to keep asking, um, you know, the person at the front desk, what's, what's, what's going on? Has it been approved? So we ensure that now with the online pre module, then uh, we are able to fully keep the patient in the loop. They are able to know uh, what's happening. If a request is made, if, uh, the request has been approved. And uh, with this now, it has made uh, uh, us now able to, you know, even earn more trust uh, with uh, the clients uh, that we serve. Also, I think the other bits that we've been able to uh, well uh, achieve, uh, we know right now connectivity is, is quite fast in terms of, uh, you know, internet coverage uh, and all that. But as we started, uh, this was not uh, available. Yeah. So we had to, you know, come up with ways to ensure that even though we don't have connectivity or we have very low connectivity in certain areas, then we are able to still uh, uh, transit this data and be able to make sure that it gets to where it's supposed to. So we were able to build internal tools that would help us in uh, uh, caching, uh, help us in buffering to ensure that uh, in the event that uh, uh, a specific provider uh, or specific facility uh, has poor connectivity, then we are still able to support them. And to, to be very frank with you, our biggest supporters are mostly and the ones that really appreciate this service are the ones that are based in the remote areas okay. because they know that they don't have to wait for 90, 60, 90 days for them to have their, you know, transactions uh, rolling. But that happens in really near real time uh, with uh, the SLED 360 uh, okay. solution. Okay. Mm. And so to sort of get a better sense, what I'm, what I'm understanding from this conversation is that People normally say that you focus on the customer, but you actually focused on the patient. And once you solved for the patient, everyone else in the ecosystem had their problem solved. Yeah, correct. Because uh, the patient is the sole center of all this. Yeah. The patient is uh, the person who is receiving care. Um, it's, they are the sole driver of uh, all this. So if we give this patient a better experience, then this patient actually becomes our evangelist okay. in, in some, some way. Yeah. So they will always want to take up our products whenever yeah. they go, and they will always uh, you know, put in a good word yeah. for us. So focusing on the patient, that's our key area, and that's what we ensure that um, the experience we give uh, the patients is top-notch. Okay, yeah. fantastic. Um, and what non-technical challenges are you most proud of? Um, informatics? I think... Uh, uh, I'll start with um, uh, talent uh, development. Yeah. So at Savannah Informatics, we uh, we really dive very deep into in terms of uh, talent development. So myself, for instance, I'm a pro I'm, an, I'm a I'm a product of Savannah Informatics. Yeah. I started there as an intern, and uh, from intern to CTO in about I think six years. Oh. So uh, with that, uh, if you're able now to you know continue developing this talent through uh, uh, ensuring that uh, uh, you're collaborating with uh, top universities to be able to, you know, acquire uh, top talent as well and uh, grow it even further in terms of uh, what the market looks like. So I think okay. that's mostly um, one of the non-tech I think I would I would, would speak about. The second uh, area, um, non-tech, uh, I think that we are mostly proud of is, uh, you know, being able to align incentives for all the players that we are supporting. Uh, bringing together these 
uh, you know, key players, medical insurances with the providers and having them being able to utilize a service as though it's a service that uh, belongs to them. So this has been one of the things that, um, you know, it needed a lot of things, um, people management, um, those are mostly non-tech, um, I think, activities. But being able to bring them together to utilize one platform and for them to be able to see the benefits, each on their own, uh, the medical insurance on their own, uh, the facilities to see the benefits on their own, I think that has been also a biggest uh, uh, achievement as well. That's impressive because only three other organizations that have done this are the banks with Visa, Safaricom with Mpesa, yeah. And the government with NHF. Yeah. Um, and generally, those are people who, you know, they need to use that platform to get paid. For sure. You people have somehow managed to do this without that direct monetary incentive, which is quite impressive. Yeah. Um, finally, what's, what does the future hold for Savannah Informatics? Um, so the future for Savannah Informatics, basically, um, it's, I think I'll emphasize on this, it's more towards... Um, uh, patient experience, improving patient experience, patient experience. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned uh, we also, not we are not only on the private sector, we are also on the, um, on the public sector as well. So to continue also uh, building in terms of uh, tools that we can collaborate with even other, other players uh, in the industry. Mm-hmm. Also uh, to expand even more uh, and, you know, expand our wings to even uh, other regions that are, uh, we feel and know that uh, they have a similar problem and be able to provide these solutions uh, to them. Okay. Yeah. And, and it's actually quite impressive because you serve close to 1% of our population, <laughs> which is not an insignificant number. Yeah, true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's it for today. Um, thanks, Dennis, for coming. Um, our next podcast will interview um, the CTO at Cellulant. So if you're interested in payments, um, hopefully you should tune in for that as well. Um, thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Faris, okay. for having me. Okay. Thank thanks. You. It's easy to take healthcare for granted until we need it. That's when we expect doctors and nurses to be there for us. As an industry, we need to be there for them. During these extraordinary times, healthcare organizations are delivering care in new locations and ways while needing to operate faster than ever before. For over two decades, VMware's proudly partnered with healthcare organizations worldwide to deliver better patient care and better outcomes. We do this by empowering clinicians to focus on patient care while enabling healthcare IT to be more adaptable, reliable, and secure. The result is improved clinician productivity, increased patient satisfaction, operational efficiency, and excellence. Technology isn't supposed to be a barrier. Technology is supposed to allow us to spend time with our patients. We can provide better care remotely or at the bedside and allows us to get our patients out of the hospital and back in the community with their families where they belong. Healthcare IT is complex and we get that. VMware's Digital Foundation for Healthcare enables organizations to achieve connected care at scale, bringing together data, systems, and people across any app, any cloud, any device, so providers can focus on what matters most. And when critical events do occur, VMware acts as a digital responder for the first responders, arming those on the front lines with the technology they need to serve the public. As technology becomes central to the patient experience, VMware's digital clinical workspace solutions empower doctors and nurses to transform any device into a clinical workstation, streamlining workflows, and giving time back to engage with their patients. 
Deep integration with electronic health records and other clinical systems enables providers to access and take action on patient information anywhere securely. And as we shift into the next wave of telehealth and telemedicine, our digital infrastructure enables innovation and secure patient engagement at the edge. Technology should never be the reason patient care is interrupted. VMware's always-on, reliable platform ensures healthcare organizations have the performance and the flexibility needed to meet patient demands. Without VMware, I don't think that we would have the uptime or the reliability to be able to perform what we do on a global scale and do what we do best, save patient lives. Our multi-cloud solutions provide a secure, hyper-connected platform to share data freely across private and public clouds through consistent infrastructure and operations. Importantly, VMware safeguards protected health information wherever it travels and wherever it rests. Beginning in the data center, our zero-trust security model is built right into the infrastructure, while our cloud-native endpoint protection keeps healthcare organizations on the winning side of the battle to protect patient data and privacy. If there was a cybersecurity attack on the hospital, it would have a significant impact, first of all, on our delivery of services. Secondly, the patients and the public would lose trust in us that we would not be a safe, secure environment for them. VMware have a good track record in healthcare, so we felt it was a good fit for the hospital. And like the best healthcare organizations, VMware doesn't work alone. Our allies near and far are leading healthcare providers, payers, technology partners, and policymakers sharing one goal, to provide the most powerful digital solutions for our healthcare heroes, doing the hardest work of all, keeping us healthy and safe.